Welcome back, Courageous Conversations. I'm Cece. Karen is here with her favorite podcast title. <laughs> what is it, Karen? This is going to be the magical mystery ride of thought. So get on the bus. <laughs> We're going to talk about thoughts today. Talking about thoughts. I can't get over. You have so much energy. <laughs> <laughs> compared to me this morning that I'm like go after it get it I'll just chime <laughs> in <laughs> you know my morning was a uh five o'clock wake up actually 4 35 I woke up before the alarm do a little stuff have some coffee saw a friend and then I went on a walk with my mom and came back here so it's that kind of energy a little mix of nature little coffee little mom connection little friend connection uh, fun and play and I'm watching the birds so uh, yeah I'm excited dang you got it all in bright and early I'm like I haven't been that asleep blowing my nose <laughs> and falling back asleep <laughs> well I'm grateful you're here and able to smile so um, we had you know we were kind of checking in with each other and talking about um, the power of our thoughts and we agreed that this would be, you know, a topic for us today. Yeah, because I know that you have a story of someone you, you know, and um, I've kind of done it like personally, where having to kind of switch up my thoughts in the moment because I realize that that whatever I'm telling myself is not uh, is not supportive of what I'm actually trying to do. They're just not in alignment. So then I have to like, okay. How do we switch this up in my head so that my body, my mind, everything is all on the same page? Mm-hmm. Um, and I say my body because my story is about the gym. So like sometimes I go to the gym, they're kind of these like high intensity workouts and you reach a point like, you know, you're doing like 18 stations twice or something, you know, and you're going, you're going, you're going so hard and all of a sudden in my mind, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm so tired. My body's tired. It's starting to hurt. And I'm like, whoa, 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 we're <laughs> almost done. And so in that moment, I usually try and like switch it up. And so I'll tell myself like, okay, like this is me for me, me with me. Like we're doing this for me. Cause we want it. We want to be strong and we want to like take care of our body. So I just say that instead of me versus me, because I'm not fighting yeah. me. I'm working with me. So to the, to the mini me inside. <laughs> yeah. Talking to the, <laughs> to my heart inside. And like, I just, all of a sudden, like once I start doing that and it starts to click, everything just starts like moving. Like I can, you know, lift the big weights. I can pull, I'm going like, I'm making this motion that none of you can see, but it's when you're on the... <laughs> When you're on the rower and, you know, you pull that bar towards you and all of a sudden your, your arms and your body's like, are you done yet, mofo? And then I'm like, almost, I swear we're doing this for us. Let's go. But I always end up with like a faster time or whatever when I start to like switch up mm-hmm. those thoughts in my mind. Yeah. I, you know, as you were talking, I have, a, I have a different story than the one that we were talking about before. I was just thinking... Um, you know, and, and for me, it's, this is touching on not only thoughts, but, um, also courage. So 
trying to think which direction I want to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll go with this one. Um, back in the years when I was a, a climber, obviously a lot of that's mental stuff. And I was with, uh, some friends down in, uh, Guadalajara and we were going to jump the waterfall. So we're taking like a day off from climbing and we're going to go down El Canyon and jump these like big waterfalls, like 16 meters, big guys. And they took a rope and, um, some harnesses because they were like, you're probably going to want to rappel down the big waterfalls because you're a girl. Oh. And, um, I was thinking, well, oh no, that's not going to happen, <laughs> you know, but there was like one other girl with us and we went and they, and it was, it was the first one was pretty tall. I looked over the thing. It was like, Oh, so I walked back from it and I sat on a rock and, and the other girl repelled down and some other people were repelling down. And I just started to think, I won't tell you what I said because it's cuss words, but I was, <laughs> I was saying something in my head um, to move away from the fear and, and it clicked and I did it. I jumped and then I jumped the subsequent ones. Now, okay. Okay. Badass. <laughs> <laughs> apparently too, you know, I have real long hair. So apparently too, my hair was like, like straight up in the air and it was like, <laughs> people were That's cheering at, at, down at the bottom. They hadn't seen a woman, a girl, uh, at that point I was a girl jump it before, um, little did they know, and if they're listening today, that would be funny. A little did they know I, I, I came out of the water and my chest was hurting and it was like, Oh, it's hard to breathe. But we like kept going and this waterfalls got shorter. So we jumped them, but I got back and the next day I was leaving Mexico and, um, I couldn't sit up. I had a roll to get out of bed Oh no! and I had cracked my All of that, <laughs> you're like, I'll break my body to prove you wrong. <laughs> I couldn't climb uh, for a while. It had to just kind of heal on its own. You know, there's not a lot you can do for that. Um, but I left with ego, ego intact, body not <laughs> so much. So the whole point of, <laughs> of sharing that story is um, our thoughts have a lot of power to influence us, to um, have us do things bodily, but also have us, uh, you know, they, they dictate our life in, in so many ways. And uh, one of the practices, if you guys are listening and you're curious, uh, I learned this from uh, a keto master and a certified trainer, David Weinstock at one of his workshops. And I've been doing it since because it's super fun. But you, if you have someone who's, who's stronger or as strong as, or someone that you don't think that you could actually push across a room, you invite them to be your partner and uh, ask them to resist you. And they would just stand maybe with one leg behind them and you would put your hands on the, their chest. You're not going to like shove them. <laughs> You're going to try to steadily push them backwards across the room. And you try that. You might get a few steps. You they're going to resist, et cetera. Then without telling them, just take a minute and say, okay, we're going to reset. And then you think of one thing that you know is 100% true. 
So by a hundred percent true, I mean, like for me, I think of my um, cat Gideon who who's passed um, that cat unconditionally loved me hundred percent. No one in the world could tell me that he didn't like, there was no doubt in my mind. Think of that. And then you, you think of what is true for you. You put your hands on the person and you push them. They will fly across the room backwards. Like they're light, like they're feathers. Ooh. I'm all like, excuse me. I'm going to go wake up my boyfriend real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Get up now. We're going <laughs> to. Hey, I'm going to see if I, if you, if I could make you as light as feathers and throw you across the room, but like, don't worry. It won't be aggressive. <laughs> just talking some nonviolence over here. <laughs> you just, it's going to be nonviolent, but you're going to catch these hands. <laughs> but a hundred percent of the time I've asked people to do this or I've done this. It has, it has worked. Why does it work? Because this whole system, this thing that we call our body is just energy and how we apply our energy is how, what it, it dictates what outcome we're going to get. So if we have doubt in our life, then we might have doubt in the situation. If we have filters, like we hear blame or we see right and wrong, or we feel or experience shame and that's going to dictate our experience yeah I'm just thinking about like <laughs> when you said that um I know we always talk about like not always but majority of the time like awareness comes up because obviously if you're not aware like that those thoughts are even there for you um you can't really change them because you don't you don't know that's what you're thinking and um that actually happened to me this past weekend I ran into people that I knew when I was younger, I mean, 19, 20. And every time we would meet someone and that person was there, they kept telling them, oh, look, next to her name, it still says intern. <clears throat> I found myself like getting like annoyed. Mm-hmm. I kept bringing it up to my, my partner and I was like, dude, what is her deal? Like, why do they keep saying this? And he was like, are you thinking it's like, a, like, are you like taking it? Like it's reading it as negative. And I was like, I just don't understand because I can see it in so many different ways. And what ended up happening is he brought awareness to me and said like, Hey, um, I think that the reason it's getting brought up is because they want these other people to know that they've known you for a long time. It's just their way of showing like, Hey, like, I've known this girl for a minute, like look at my phone, known her for a long time. And I was like, oh, I was reading it in my mind as like, or the thoughts I was telling myself was that they were like, in a way, like talking like down to me, um, being like, oh, like you're always gonna be at this level mm-hmm. to me. And I was like, I've been hearing this and walking around these thoughts and he kind of like, opened up my awareness a little bit yeah where I was like oh I'm walking around with these other thoughts so that's why I'm getting like frustrated or sometimes feeling like uncomfortable even though I know like hey there's no there's no like bad blood here or anything I'm just like you know in this moment telling myself these thoughts and it 
it comes off whether you think it does or not right so he was like so then I saw them like later and it I didn't even feel like those things anymore because I had like just erased those thoughts from my mind but I was like it didn't even occur to me that that may have just yeah been someone's way of being like I've known this girl since she was like little like little baby and now they're like grown up and we're all here together and I'm like oh okay you're not saying this to like talk shit about me or anything or like put you know whatever my thought was put me down you're just saying like can you believe that I still have this girl like that's how long I've known her that she's still in my phone in this way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but all that just came up for me when you said it because it takes the awareness and sometimes uh we need openness to hear what other people are saying when we can't hear it ourselves bingo that is that is so true so it's checking those filters mm-hmm. you know, and, and you had luckily you have a partner that helps you check yours <laughs> I was so grateful in that moment because I I was I was just like walking around like little like inside like being like I feel a little grumpy I don't like this mm-hmm. and then even when, when I got home I was like oh I'm still like holding stuff because this person like I didn't know them when I was uh younger but like a lot of stuff when I was younger and I like wrote like a almost like as if I was like talking just like a big letter of like hey like I I regret like holding on to all these thoughts and blah blah and I'm like sitting in my kitchen like writing this letter like crying <laughs> and all this release like just like left but I I'm telling myself that if I didn't have like that moment of like awareness around it all that I, I wouldn't have even even been able to get to that point to like say basically like hey like I'm I'm sorry I've been holding these thoughts and pushing them at you and mm-hmm. that may actually be like the barrier to like connection that I was I was just sitting there creating it like bigger and bigger years and years because I wasn't even aware and then I went to the park and got a coffee and did a little <laughs> ho'oponopono as well but that was ho'oponopono. yeah <laughs> Monday was a very productive, I would call it a, yeah, it was a productive day for me and just being aware of my own shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really enjoy hearing, you know, the awareness of what you're telling yourself, awareness of the filters, and then this opening and release. We don't, we just don't know how much we're holding on to. And it takes, it does take courage because we often get messages like the message I got in Mexico, like no girl's done this. You're going to rappel down. And if, if you take those messages in and believe them, then, you know, you, we end up with what we see in the world. But if we have the awareness, either discernment and awareness to go, that's not true or the courage to go say something else to yourself, um, then, then you, you know, it's, it's like we're mental slaves, which is, you know, Marshall talks about this in the book, his book, you know, it's a slave-like mentality when we aren't in connection with our thoughts, our feelings, our needs and make requests. Yeah. Cause then I know you've, we've read the quote before in the previous, um, episode, you afraid I was going to pull it out again? Here we go. And now I'm going to read Here we go. It. It's going to be on page. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> it's page really 17, fun. Oh, page 17 <laughs> is one of my favorites, but it's not that quote. <laughs> no, I, I do actually like when you read the quotes, because I know we've talked about this before, but like sometimes you read it and I'm like, wait, that's that's what he said. I heard this different last time. <laughs> so I enjoy it just because I kind of find like new stuff in it sometimes. Um, but I know that too, like this when people right, we talk, she's like, oh, like I don't have these choices or I have to do this or I should do that type things like all that kind of falls within that mentality of like I I don't have any choices you know Mm -hmm. and that's not fun to walk around with that at all yeah you know um I show this in 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 my um different workshops it's definitely fundamentals um collaborative feedback I think probably almost all of them um I use one of my colleagues, Gregory Riard, created a mandala of NVC, and um, it has different quadrants of the components or, or the areas of focus that we, we put into NVC. And only one quadrant is the OFNR, observation, feeling, need, request, the language component. One quadrant is thinking. One's body, body language, body embodied NBC. And one is uh, the dynamics of power, power strategies. So one whole fourth of this mandala is the focusing on, on thoughts and how they either empower us or um, stimulate or cause, they're part of the cause of our choosing to receive a message in a way that maybe it wasn't intended. Yeah. And I think sometimes we like, I kind of speak for myself. So like when I, I know when like I first started like kind of learning more about NBC, I thought like that this was like, oh, this is like such a small piece. Doesn't matter. Well, let's learn the big stuff. You know, you kind of walk in like, ah, easy. But then as you start to like learn more, you realize like every single piece like is so important and they all hold the same weight in a way like because they all connect to each other and so like yeah you could learn all this stuff about power dynamics and whatever and um if you're not even like in alignment with like realizing like hey my thoughts and I I am a part of creating these this world for myself and how I see it it doesn't even matter how much you throw at yourself like knowledge wise because mm-hmm. it's not balanced out you know and so all of that like every time you say it it just sits with me I'm like dang <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot here <laughs> yeah you know you you brought up the Ho'oponopono earlier and if you know me this is also one of my favorite ways to get in connection with spirit or divine or whatever you want to call it, but to get back in alignment is to do the, the four steps of the Ho'oponopono. And um, Dr. Hulen, who, who took it from its original source um, and created it, we'll call it accessible, more accessible um, and put it in the four steps. He said, you know, it's the intellect that gets us in trouble. It's our thinking that gets us 
separated in some way. And that's the, the first part to really look at, to bring us back into alignment, to help us remember who we are and that wonderful sweet spot of connection that shared humanity so that we can naturally give and receive to one another. Yeah. Why are, why, why are we our own drama? <laughs> <laughs> but the, I've been seeing, so there's, um, you know me, just out here on social media all the time, <laughs> but there's, <laughs> there's a interview where they ask like, oh, like who, who did your makeup? And she's like, it's me, like me, I did it. Like, thank you so much. And someone switched it and they made the question like, so who ruined your life? And it's like me, it's all me, it's me. <laughs> and it made me laugh. Cause it's like, I love that. Cause you know, we talk about like self-responsibility and realizing <laughs> like, okay, I'm not out here ruining my own life, but I am making these choices. And if I don't like the choices I'm making, I can change them. But at least I'm aware that like, it's me. If I do something and I'm mad, it's me. <laughs> and we're realizing, you know, with that a choice, we choose how we think about it. And we choose how we think about life and how we think about um, situations. You know, I caught myself in a a looping thought that wasn't serving me um, started, I think last week, I started to feel worry because I was telling myself something about a client. Well, the thing that I was telling myself, actually, uh, I can make an observation that it came true. And if you just look at it from the outside, and you want to judge it, you might say it was negative, really just has no energy. But you could say it was negative. I was saying it was negative. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I was in this kind of like tension, you know, thinking, thinking thoughts about this client. And, um, and then I was like, wait a second, like that person's not suffering at all. Or I don't know if they are because we haven't had any communication, but I am. <laughs> I'm walking around and this thought keeps coming up. I'm not enjoying the birds. This thought comes up. I go to make coffee. This thought comes up and I'm like, man, I am spending, you know, 90% of my day letting this thought come in with this judgment and it brings me down. So until I get communication and some clarity, I have a choice yeah. and I could continue to have this thought. I can make a whole you know, novella about it. Oh, I love novellas. Or, <laughs> or I can go, okay, thought, thank you. What do you need? Oh, you need some clarity. You need some respect. All right. Well, you know, you can meet your own needs. So get your bubble on and give yourself some empathy bubble on. <laughs> and switch that thought. So that's what I did. I love that. And we forget that anything, like anything that we are longing for, like from someone else, like we can give to ourselves, you know? And I heard uh, someone else say that too. Uh, do you, are you familiar with like Jay Shetty? He does like, um, sim- I would say similar things to us, like uh, meaning that, <laughs> oh, she could see Karen's facial expressions. I kind of thought. <laughs> <laughs> meaning. 
that he does talk, you know, in a different way about like some of the same things that we talk about. And um, some people call him like, like a, like modern, modern monk. So he says a similar thing where he says, Hey, if you find yourself like wanting things from someone, you want compliments, you want love, you want all this. He's like, give it to yourself first, Mm -hmm. give it to yourself first. And then, and then see if you still need it from that person. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's what Karen and I talk about all the time. Like everything that you're craving from someone else, you can give it to yourself. It could go in your empathy bubble. And that's, you know, what I love about uh, the NBC process is that not only are we saying, you know, give it to yourself, we we give a process to do that. Mm -hmm. Several different ones. If you're an intellect person, a written down journaling one. And if you're an embodied person, this is this self-empathy bubble we're talking about, like an embodied practice. Um, so it's actually, you know, a, a roadmap to how to meet your needs and give this to yourself. So that kind of brings us to wrapping it up. Yeah. I mean, you have, I know you have two fundamentals coming up. You count them too. Yep. In about one month's time, a little less than a month for the first one. They're going to be running uh, almost concurrently. One starts um, the week before the other, first week of May. Second one is second week of May. They're both eight weeks long. And some of the stuff we're talking about, you can definitely learn in these classes. Um, Super excited about it. The more the merrier. If you've already done fundamentals, do it again. I mean, like we go over the book, I go over it and over it and over it. And each time it's like magic. That magic. There's that magic. <laughs> Get on the bus. Um, yeah, it, something new pops up. So come and join me. I'd love, I'd love for you to look at uh, karenstars.com or networkfornbc.org. Woohoo. Um, and then you also have Patreon. I do have so Patreon. It's patreon.com backslash Karen stars. There's, I know you added the, the tarot readings as well, but you can be a producer um, on the podcast. You get a little credit there. Yeah. Uh, let's resources. Shout let's shout out our credits. I've yeah. got Tina. Thank Woo-hoo. you for being a producer. I wish we had a little sound. Um, I'll Sam. make a sound. Wee. <laughs> Ali. Yeah. And Miss Helen. Woohoo. <laughs> Thank you for being producers of this podcast, bringing joy to the world. Thank you. We really appreciate everyone that listens and supports. Um, we'll see you next time. Bye.